step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is Wrestling Death and is scheduled for one hour. Maybe more. It has no real-time limits. Making their way into your ears. First, from a place called Garniston, he is the Pyramid, Red Florence. It's going to be the funniest show ever because I'm all about the comedy and the money, money. baby. How much you gonna pay? And his partner, Fader Tapender Stevenson. From Mexico City to Beef Community Centre, I've got stories that are going to blow your mind. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Wrestling Daft. My name is Rob Florence and Grado is back in the house. Grado, how you doing, my man? How we doing, Trip? She's all right, John. How are you? All right, Hulk. Seth. Seth Rollins over there. John <laughs> I Michaels. It. I don't get it. These people that have, uh, what's us? Yeah. Heel turns, Finally, mate. he's back. Grado is back. <laughs> Heel turns. Right. You guys fucking shut up. You two fucking shut up. He started it. I'm going to, I am going to have to address... The elephant in the room. Now, last week on Wrestling Daft, me and John started cutting promos, doing our business that we do on Wrestling Daft, making jokes while Grado, while the cat's away, the mice will play. You know what I mean? Making jokes about Grado's new podcast. Um, obviously, we we're just fucking kidding on. You know what I mean? So I got, but I got, I felt a bit bad about it afterwards. I was like, get, let's get that stuff out, John, because I don't want it sounding like we're actually. Barry in their podcast. Great. Your podcast, as we're recording this, I believe your podcast, your new podcast, Football Podcast, just went out 14 minutes ago as we record this. Oh, I didn't even, I honestly, didn't even know that. So it's, oh, it's eight o'clock. You're right. He's, he's wearing the t shirt. Are you, you going to be saying you John, don't know you're wearing the t shirt that says 8 p.m.? <laughs> John, are you, are you going to bleep out anytime, anytime they mention that podcast? Oh, maybe I should can, do that. Maybe I should do that. Huh? Right, let's try it. John, Guys, don't, don't, John, don't you get yourself in any more trouble, shut up. Grado, how do people hear your new podcast? How do hey they guys, subscribe? all you need to do is... Let's not be edited out. All right, guys, is that enough? That plenty? Is it, and is it, still, is it still primarily a Rangers podcast? No, because there's Chris Toe on there. I suppose he, so, he has got the fucking strength of about 10 guys, isn't he, when it comes to the part I'm, I'm so, just, I'm I, just I, trying to get this right. I'm just trying to get this right, though. So it's you, Grado, right? And it's you and Stephen Purden, and it's Chris Toll. Did you still do a podcast before? Right, John, that's enough. He, Rab, he's writing checks, he's asked Cad Cash. That's, that's it. That's working enough. myself into a shoot, he's, brother. He's working himself into a shoot, brother. Cut his mic, cut John's mic, cut John's mic. <laughs> right, we need to catch up. We've got some wrestling to talk about here. Grado, what have you, what, what, you, you haven't even been here since Vince left, have you? Uh, I've not been here since Vince left. I've not been here since uh, Rassled at uh, ICW Shugs. Shugs, who's party? 
Chuck's who's party. I, I mean, we've got a we've got a show plan here, but really, there's a lot of catching up with Grado that needs to be done today. A lot of stuff that I want to talk to you about in terms of. Vince leaving, and in terms of you wrestling, and you know Honky Tonk Man died, Nora. You're joking. I'm joking. Yeah. Can you see, because I've been away filming all this, so I'm getting, I've literally just came out, drove home, got here as fast as I could, so it's good to see old brother Honky is still alive. Do not do that to me again, Ram. All right, so so tell me then. I'm going to take the for you. First of all, let's talk about your return to the professional wrestling ring under the ICW banner. How'd that go, mate? Mate, I tell you what, I really, really enjoyed it. And it's one of the ones where I agreed to date in January, right? Or February. Well, try to get it, try to get me back at the square go, and I couldn't date it because I can't remember why I couldn't date it again. Um, I think it was because I couldn't get a babysitter, something daft like that. Which, by the way, I, it's funny, right? See the amount of stuff that happens now where I go, I can't date because I childcare. And when I was younger, and I would hear folk talking about, I can't get him to look after my wings. And seeing I was young, you'd go, fuck, get, get up yourself, can't get him to look. But seriously, man, it's a graft that I get to look after wings, but that's another aye. subject. And I, but it really aye. is. Aye, aye. It really is. Um, so I agreed to date in July, and at the time I thought it was a great idea, but it's slap bang in the middle of filming Two Doors Down, where I'm doing Go Radio in the morning, Two Doors Down, all the way through the day. I'm bust at night, so I've had no time to get in the gym, yeah? I've had no time to get in the ring. So it practically was a matter of going on a Friday, then a promo on a Friday, then two matches on the Saturday. Man, I was bust. I was bust. But thanks to the guys that I wrestled. Um... <laughs> What's our names again? Ah, uh, the Cabinet. Who was it? And Jason. Jason. Yeah. Jason. I wrestled the Cabinet and I wrestled Jason Reed on the Saturday. But here, let me tell you right here now. Do you know what was a big difference for me, Rab, right? And John. Uh, there was see gone in the show, right? And being backstage at ICW show. See, years ago, there was a lot of people that I, I don't know how to describe them, but assholes. No, well, there was assholes, but there's assholes everywhere. Yeah. But see, this time round, the young wrestlers, they all look great. They've all they're all they've all got great like looks. Um, their wrestling's brilliant. They're respectful. Do you know what I mean? Coming up, shaking the horn, all that. I feel I went. I'll, Ken, I know, Ken, shake the horn. How, how, how you doing, sir? Ken, all this kind of noise, but as bad as that, you know what I mean? But it was like really, really respectful. Aye. But really, every single one of them that were booked deserved to be on a show. Whereas years ago, you maybe kind of like, oh, I don't know, if are they ready for being on wrestling shows? I believe everybody on that show that weekend, they were all great. And they're you're all saying there was a there was a time when you'd be there was a time when you'd be in the back and you'd be going, "What the fuck is he doing here?" I kind of like that. Why the fuck is he hanging out? No, he's only here because he knows someday. Oh, that kind of deal. But really, it was all just for what a great locker room. Um, promo on a Friday night worked out really well. Andy was brilliant. Andy cut a promo. I don't know if it's on, I think it was put up on Peacock, but he was he cut a promo about how he, he was going, You've been away for all these years. I should have been Alan. I should have been Alan. <laughs> <laughs> I went to the audition. But they told me that I wasn't far enough to play Alan. Mate, I was bust in the ring. I, I couldn't, I couldn't hold it together. He was hilarious. And then the next night, Ravy Davy, he's brilliant. He's over at Rover. He got the old Degeneration Gregs merch on the go. He's a grafter. He knows what he's doing. 
um, in the cabinet. They were brilliant to work as well. The crowd were, I, mean, I loved it, man. I loved it. And I, I told them, look, I don't want to do much because I can't do much. I really can't. But I come in, took the hot tag at the end, man. I was fucking on fire. Why is he nicking me? Oh, bitten and bottom in the middle of the ring. Bump feet, bump feet. Yada, yada, yada. Watch for the elbow. Dusty, dusty, dusty. Oh, care what I mean? Rolling slice, wee boot. Aye, oh, aye. come on. I was on top of the world. I was in Did you bust out any of your new move set that you've been working on? <laughs> or has, has anybody <laughs> noticed that yet? Did you do the moonsault? There was a few things I was going, how did you do that again? Have you done the moonsault yet, no? <laughs> no, the moonsault. Have you I done a know. Canadian Destroyer to Pop John? You know, John no, loves a Canadian Destroyer. No, Canadian. Not Even though we're always fucking explaining to John what? About the Canadian Destroyer? That it's the other the, guy does all the It's the other work. guy that does the work. It's the other guy that But I, I, I bust out a Death Valley driver. Oh, wow. Come did on. You? Hello wow. there. Now you're talking, boys. Who did, did Did you take that on? Did you just say you're going to do this, or did somebody say, oh, dude, Death Valley drive on me? I was like, no, I went, give a move. <laughs> <laughs> somebody tell me my move. I was like, somebody give me a move. And I was like, what's that again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm going to give it a Death Valley. Here we go, the Death Valley. I'm going to give it a Death Valley. <laughs> Fucking bo- all these young boys suggesting he's, moves he's, to you, he's and you're like, ah, you, all young boys suggesting moves to you, and you're like, ah, you'll need to fucking show me that on YouTube. Fucking <laughs> 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 YouTube up. And then I got there's one bit one of the boys right they're coming going to the match going you come in you duck you sweat you better first time you take it in you powder I come in by the and I'm going how fucking hold the bus hold the bus slow down what are you talking about. Okay, I've not done this for months and months and months, years since I've done this. Like, you come in, you take one, you clip, you duck, duck one, you shoot me off, you beep, 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 beep. I'm yep, going, fuck, yep, yep. Oh, just tell me what I need to do. <laughs> see the way you're talking there about the the boy saying, oh, you do this, do that, do that. It sounds like fucking wrestling's kid on. <laughs> <laughs> Is wrestling kid on? Wrestling's kid on, man. Is wrestling kid on? <laughs> wrestling's kid on. There's no kid on. I'll tell you what, but the nicky mate then. Oh, it's funny, right? Because the, this is me, a visual thing, right? But Dallas was like backstage and he was, he was going, Man, you honestly will look, you didn't look out of breath, you were on fire, whatever. He says, But at the, 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 when you won the match, I just sprawled it and sat up eventually right in the corner and I just went like that. It's a visual thing, but I went, <laughs> Hold my horn up slowly, kind of like just pure, I'm fucked. And then you just get killed it back, man. How knackered were you? Did you feel sick? Did you oh, feel? It was just like, and then I go, I go up to the ramp, right, and I went. I thought I was through the doors, through the the entranceway, and I collapsed at the top. And they're going, "Mate, the crowd can still see you. Hurry up!" <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking lying flat, flat on my back, man. They're going, "You're still, in, you're still in camera." <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know, but oh, then you know what? I'm wrestling good. in Cardiff again, and it's like, look, I've looked, I've got no time to get in shape for Cardiff. I'm wrestling um, the champ. Um, Jesus, fuck. <laughs> forgot the champ's name. Listen, this is fucking good stuff. ICW should be using this stuff. You forgot the fucking champion's name. Kez Evans. Kez Evans. Singer, mate. Beautiful man. I'm going. Yeah, to I'm listen. only doing this to what? I'm only doing this to. to I sure you. I'm fucking sending this to him. I'm sending it. Like, I think Kez Evans would like to see what just fucking happened there. Man. I tell you what, Kez Evans is a star, and I told him this, and I did say that. See, during the lockdown, the shows he carried it. He carried that full show. So mate, did. don't don't fucking rehash your promo that you did on this for show, mate. Like, you fucking like heard you saying all that in your I promo. Like, I like that promo. That's a good I promo. Thought that, I thought that was that was up there with the acting and the Ric Flair. 
and Jay Lethal. It's shit. You know, the Ric Flair's right. last match. Which, by the way, I've got an opinion about this, right? I heard somebody oh, moaning about that, right? Right, somebody was moaning about, heard it on another podcast, right? And they were basically saying that, um, oh, it was just, in fact, Russell was was, was burying it off, mainly because of the blood, right? Right. But they were going, oh, it's daft that, uh, you know, Jay Lethal was training him. And then he asks for a spot on the show, and Ric Flair's like, ah, nah, you're all right, wee man. Nah, you're all right. And you think, this, that's a bit of a good point, right? Why would? That's a bad guy hanging it, like Jay Lethal trains you, and then he asks for a spot in the show, and Ric Flair's like, ah, cool, mate, nah, you're all right. That's right. a bad guy thing today, right? And then you're also kind of going, when you watch it, Andrade was kind of pointless in the match, wasn't he? Would it have been better? I was thinking about this when I was listening to this podcast, and I was almost going to write into this podcast, but I thought, no, I'm going to use it. I forgot I've got main podcast, main wrestling podcast. <laughs> would it have been better? Would it have been better? Get this, and Rab, you're always good with ideas. Would it not have been better if it was Ric Flair and Jay Lethal teaming together against Jarrett and Jarrett and Andrade? 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 Would that have been better? I think that would have been better because why would he turn around and say you've been training and tell me to get to fuck when he wants a spot in the show? You'd go, no, wait, wee man, you need to give me honours in this match. Whoever I'm right fighting, I want you to tag me. You know what I'm good at. You know my my, my positives, my negatives, you know. Kim, I mean, you keep me right. And then it's Jeff that wants you on the show and flares like that. Listen, mate, you were never in the real NWO. You were never in the real horseman. Your dad's an old carny bastard. Then the attack happens, whatever the drama, there's there's a beef between Aye. they two. And then to get one on Flair, he says, well, do you know who my partner is? Your son-in-law. You had a tailgate. Aye, well, that would have been good. I know, I've been delighted with that all day. I was just I was saying, I can't <laughs> wait to tell the boys that. that would have, well, I'm just, I just think it's a shame that it couldn't have been Shawn Michaels that was across the ring for him because... Being able to put a wee boat on that story of the fact I was the guy that retired you and then you fucking insulted me. I uh, spending another ten years embarrassing yourself and all that, you know what I mean? Uh, I would have loved. I would have loved if they'd seen a way to get that done. You know what I mean? How um, good was it seen taking it a shoulder that as well? I think you spoke about this in the last episodes and stuff. Standing like at ringside and all that. Standing uh, at ringside and he's been Dana. It was mental, but, wasn't it? And it's funny, but, Lauren, and, uh, but awfully I cared about was Kid Rock. <laughs> hey, Kid Rock's here. I know. <laughs> hey, see who's it there? Do you like Kid Rock's here? <laughs> I'm going out partying with Kid Rock. <laughs> like, what the fuck is going on with you, mate? You're a much bigger star than Kid Rock is. Yeah, what the fuck is like, going on? Where does Kid Rock <laughs> I just don't get it. I just don't. I don't get that stuff. I know. Don't get yeah. it. The Kid Rock stuff. Don't get it. Um, um, but you saw, did you enjoy the match? I uh, loved, loved it, loved it, loved the kind of family match. Uh, but I really loved the, the, the tag match at the night because. No, did you? It's not me talking Do you know what? I, know, I never enjoyed watched, the Ric Flair match. I never watched it all. I never watched it all. Never watched it all. Oh, can I missed it? Can I because I was kind of busy? Did you just watch it? I watched it. Uh, Where was um, it? Was it a shambles? Was decent? You know what I mean? I thought it was a shambles. Rab liked it. I thought it was a bit of a shambles, but Rab liked it. I liked it just purely because of the spectacle of the thing. You know what I mean? Like, I enjoyed the spectacle. Or I enjoyed the fact that it was a shambles. I enjoyed the fact that Jarrett looked great. I enjoyed the fact you could see Flair lying at the end being like, I'm fucking... Aye. I'm totally fucked. Like, you basically ended at ICW match when you oh, he was, he was, collapsed aye. in front of the crowd. 
he was kind of. I mean, I like all that. And then doing the speech and you know and uh, you know and watching it, think no, he's going to die. Good, good stuff, man. I just need phone Stephanie for two seconds, right? Sorry about this. Go for it. John, um, although I'll, like, here's what I'll do. I'll get back on the plan while you're doing that, right? And I'll read out what the punters have been saying because we can't forget about the punters. Goes back. So let me just uh, quickly open up the the communications from the punters and Simi get in touch. His first show, right, was Mayhem in Manchester. Good name. Some card, he says. Even saw a proto-American badass because the airline lost takers' luggage and they had to come out in street clothes. How amazing is that, John? I know there's been quite a few people in touch about their, their first match. Yeah, you saw down the card. We're looking at the card because uh, Simi actually got the card, sent us in the card some good matches on that card, isn't there? When you look down it, Undertaker. Right, let me read that. Let me read this. Let, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me read the whole card. Jeff Jarrett defeated Bracus. Henry and Phineas Godwin defeated Skull and Eight Ball. Fuck me, man. We're, we're, I'm, wait, I'm still waiting for the good matches, mate. Justin Bradshaw defeated Mark Merrow. Ken Shamrock and Owen Hart defeated The Rock and D'Lo Brown. I would have liked to have seen that. The artist formerly known as Goldust defeated Cactus Jack. Now you're talking. LOD 2000 with Sonny defeated the New Age Outlaws via DQ. How good is this, man? Stone Cold Steve Austin beat Triple H with China to retain. And at the end, The Undertaker defeated Kane. That's some show, isn't it? I know, look at that. Undertaker, the timings are there as well. Undertaker went 21 minutes with Kane and Stone Cold and Triple H went half an hour. He went half an hour, man. On a house show? Aye. Half an hour. Uh, and I'll tell you what, Ken Shamrock, known heart, defeating The Rock and D'Lo Brown, they should have had Rey Mysterio in that match. Why is that, mate? Why is that? Because it lasted 619. <laughs> That's uh, the name of a move that he does, John. Uh, so it is. So it is. Stevie says his first wrestling show was in 1994 at the Greenock Town Hall. British Bulldog was headlining his own nationwide tour. And, and uh, Stevie and his cousin, both of them six at the time, daftly thought it was a WWE show, so they dressed as Bret Hart and Macho Man and expecting to see them. Imagine our disappointment, he says, when they instead saw a 58-year-old fat guy called Fred the Shred Axhorn against a wee skinny guy called Nick Ninja. But they got to see David Boy Smith, so it was all good. <laughs> um, Dean says first show for myself was Smackdown Live in Manchester 2004 he was 8 or 9 years old at the time Rey Mysterio won a battle royal where the winner went when he faced Carlito for the US title and he was absolutely raging when the time came later in the night and Carlito beat Rey, beat Rey. that was a long trip back up the road the next day Manchester's not that far away it's not that long do you know yeah, when you're a wee guy though, and you go to house shows you think oh, oh listen Oh, the title's on the line. This could change. Did you go do that when you went to your first wrestling show? Well, it's my first WWF show. Hey, I tell you what, that Intercontinental Championship, that might change it. We might see that someone win the Intercontinental Champion tonight. Can I be honest with you, John? Aye. Even if I go to your house show, the new, there's still a bit of me that thinks... <laughs> I, I don't know why that is. I just always... Remember the last one I went to? The last one I went to that was, you know, don't know what it was, Raw at the fucking Hydro or whatever it was. And I remember thinking to myself, this title might change tonight. I always believe it could change. You know what I mean? It's fucking still real to me, mate. Who's talking about? Just talking about a house show. As John was talking about how when you're a wee guy and you would go to like a WWE house show, because a title is up for grabs, you'd actually think, oh, maybe the title's change on tonight and I'll see it. But I, was I, just saying, but I was just saying to John, I still kind of think that when I go to house shows, I still kind of think it might happen. <laughs> you know what I mean? They would, they would never even date on insurrections or rebellions, remember that? Yeah. Question but, for you: Do you think do you think that title's changing horns at a clash at the castle? Uh, is it Drew and Roman Reigns? 
Aye. I've got a theory. I, I've, is your theory that they're going to game it to Gimme's WrestleMania moment because there was no crowd? No, no, my theory is they're going to turn it into a triple threat because Karrion Cross is in the mix now. Karrion Cross is there to eat the pins, so uh, Roman will get the first pin on Drew uh, to retain one title. Drew will get the pin on Karrion Cross, gets the other title, so both titles will be up for grabs. You and mean Hotley uh, Meltzer? You mean is that what he's Meltzer saying? Your rat? Is that no, what he's no, saying? No, 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 but that's, 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 that's that sounds... Because that protects Roman, it protects mm-hmm. Drew, and it ca- that's why I think Karrion Cross is in the mix now. Well, that's a good show. Are they still going for the Rock and uh, Roman Reigns at Fingway? That's the, that's the rumours, that's the rumours. Do you think there's any chance uh, they just decide to unify these titles? What? Nah. Do you think there's any chance they just unify these titles? There's the talk of a draft coming up, so I don't think... The, I think Is that... There's a talk of a draft coming up in the next week while, um, so I think they'll, they'll keep two titles in each brand. Did them be... I've never heard them ever say this word outside my mouth saying it when I was young, but like if you left your window open at night and your neck was hurting the next morning, you had a draft in your neck. Aye. Aye. Uh, aye. That's a hang. Aye. Aye. Is your neck all right, like? No, my neck's fine, but I just always remember those things that I don't hear anymore. Like you've got, you think that's got what a... might happen to Clash in the Castle? You think Drew might go out? He's got a draft in his neck. Because it's inside, isn't it? I got a draft in my neck last night. Because I, I left wrestle. my windy open a wee bit. And I've ended up with a crook in my neck because I left my windy open. <laughs> Talking of which, did you, did, is it, have you both seen Drew's promo from this week on Raw? Brilliant. Mate, I'm going to talk about that later. Right. Right. Did you know that China was set to face Stone Cold at SummerSlam 1999 and allegedly win? SummerSlam 99? Who did he fight that night for? This is Mick Motherwell says this. Well, <laughs> he's pointing at you. Mick Motherwell. <laughs> is this Mick Motherwell or Mick Faye Motherwell? Mad Mick Motherwell. Mick Motherwell points in the direction of a tweet. He didn't say it, but he's pointing in the direction of a tweet. He says this. Did you know that China was set to face Stone Cold at SummerSlam 1999 and allegedly win? Despite being friends, Stone Cold wasn't having it and mankind took her spot instead. That going, doesn't sound it? real, does it? Um, I'm looking at the graphic, it looks pretty spot on, doesn't it? Mm. Well, I mean, they did want to, um, you know, put her up against the biggins, didn't they, old China? Mm-hmm. That was a the, shame, I have to The biggins, like Christopher. <laughs> <laughs> Christopher Biggins. And his brother, Tommy. <laughs> Christopher and Pablo, Tommy Biggins. Pablo, Pablo here. Pablo has flagged up the fact that even the macho man can cry. Would you like to see this? Yeah. Oh, for fuck's sake. I mean, you've put it on the show plan, John, so... Oh, I've seen he was up with this guy macho. quite regular. But uh, I'm wondering if you ever cry. You ever Has a macho man ever cried? Oh, yeah. Really? Uh-huh. It's okay for macho men to show every emotion available right there, you know, because I've cried a thousand times, I'm going to cry some more. But... I've soared with the eagles and I've slithered with the snakes and I've been everywhere in between. And I'm going to tell you something right now. There's one guarantee in life and that there are no guarantees. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I understand this. <laughs> yeah. Nobody likes a quitter. Nobody said life was easy. So if you get knocked down, take the standing eight count, get back up and fight again. And you're a macho maniac. Dig it. Well, that was right before his time, that promo, wasn't it? That kind of talk, wasn't it? Really? It really was. That was great, though, wasn't it? Ah, yeah, was he was some boy, wasn't he? I fucking miss Macho Man, by the way. Oh, man. I would have loved an old Macho Man. Imagine a Macho Man podcast. Mm-hmm. Oh. 
brilliant, right? Would it, was it really his voice, 24 7? I don't reckon it was. It wasn't no, his really. voice, wouldn't it? No, but eventually. He had the, the conversation, remember, with uh, Lanny, and he said once he got the voice, that was his voice, and he never changed. Because remember, we asked him, even around your maw, was he like that around your maw? <laughs> and he, he, did, he did match a man voice around his maw as well. Stole that, Randy. This is the fucking. <laughs> you know what annoys me? You know what annoys me? This is the best wrestling podcast in the fucking world, and, and nobody's noticed, nobody's realised yet. What other podcast would say, does Macho Man even talk like that around his maw? <laughs> to, to his fucking brother. Even around your maw, did he talk like that? <laughs> I felt that interview was a graph because you were on the rap. I remember going, Do you remember me? <laughs> <laughs> Lance, do you remember me? <laughs> and Dean's going, Yep. I'm going. <laughs> He doesn't remember who does he, John? He's like, no, I didn't remember you, no. <laughs> Do you remember me, Lanny? <laughs> You're in the archives, everyone. <laughs> yeah, we need to get a shout-out, by the way, to everybody that pointed us in the direction of Mr. Blobby's in-ring return via a tweet for a wrestler called Ivy. She says, yeah, but how many of you have been in a wrestling match with the actual real Mr. Blobby? Because I have, and it was wild. So, we, listen, we don't need to see the footage of this because we've all watched it already. Aye. But punters, seek it out because Mr. Blobby in the ring. Grado, can you book Mr. Blobby for your next well, family bash? I've, I've, I've honestly, I so I DM'd Ivy and I was like, I need to get Mr. Blobby for the family bash. <laughs> uh, a day, I, I want it, and I've been speaking to Ian Gordon. Mr. Gordon was telling me he's like, I booked him before. I booked him for Mrs. Brown's boys. So I was like, All oh, right, what do you do? He says there's a mega process that you need to go through. And he, he people tell you what he does and what he does in a day, and you, you know there's things that you go there. Sure, really? Yeah, aye, aye, aye. Um, and I looked. Because I was up, hoping that uh, as a limitations to what he can do, because I was hoping in, at your family bash that I could maybe do an angle where he gives me a gobble. Is he allowed to do that? Uh, uh, I can. I, I can ask. I can inquire. No, but surely, I mean, surely. There's one, is there only one Blobby costume? <laughs> well, so here's the deal, John. I looked right. up Mr. legit Mr. Blobby costumes, and every one of them are shite, and they're about 80 bar, but you can tell a mile away it's a Snyder. Right. But have you seen <laughs> Ian Drew Dice Clay? Have you seen the photo that Ian Drew Dice Clay put up? I think we've maybe spoke about it before. I think we have. Where it's like the guy, because like in the 90s, it was all mysterious, like who's behind Mr. Blobby? And the paparazzi found out who it was, a guy called Barry something. I've seen that he's, 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 the, the, the paparazzi took a photo of him, he's leaning the house with a big sack, obviously with the Blobby uh, hangway. But he's like pure, he's like, fuck, I've been caught. Like his eyes are like, a bastard, they've caught me. It's a brilliant picture. So it's, it's the same guy. Do you think so? Do you think someone, right, on an old Bobby situation, do you think someone owns the copyright to Bobby, right? And you can't get a, like a Bobby. Edmund, so Edmund's clearly old, must own. So do you think you have to go through Edmunds to get to Bobby? <laughs> like, and. <laughs> I don't know what you would need to do. It's, it's very, very interesting. I don't know if you need to go to BBC or maybe you saw, or like, and then I, I was also thinking, like, what if I got Blobby, but he'd need to use his impact name? <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, what would he be called? Blob? Dr. Blob. <laughs> Dr. Blob, I'm trying but that's my Hold on, hold on, hold on. I've just typed in a Google. Crinkly Bob. Mr. Bob, Blobby Crinkly Agent. Crinkly Bob. Mr. Blobby Agent. Now, this guy called Barry Killerby. Is that's that's the guy. Is Killerby's this the guy? 
Aye. Barry Killerby was Mr. Blobby. Now, does he own the rights to Mr. Blobby? Is the question. <laughs> Mr. Blobby. Mr. Blobby. Mr. Blobby. <laughs> Listen, he's still, like, the last appearance Blobby made was in Children in Need in 2021, so he's still on the go. And oh, this, he was boy, in fucking... this boy Killerby is the he man. He was at CCPW on Sunday. Whatever <laughs> <laughs> it's called. But he was a referee, but it was funny that they, they were talking about it in talk sport. They were how do you say Mr. Mr. Blubby's made a return to the ring? I say, uh, all but proves the wrestling's fank of Mr. Blubby's a bloody referee. Can't talk like that. Right. It's funny because it's funny when you hear um, guys on talk sport because I'm made to promote wrestling stuff. Like they must have something like WWE, John. I don't know if you know, but we got this uh, fella Ray Mysterio on next week. Apparently, uh, he's uh, teaming with his lad. He's teaming up with his lad next week. It's the Summer Slam. Teaming up with his lad. <laughs> Is that Jim White doing it as well? No, oh, no. Jim White here. Hi, Jim White, yeah. I'm in Jordan. Simon, how are you? Well, listen, Louise says uh, she wants that to happen at the next big family wrestling bash at the pavilion. Mr. Blobby, scaring the shite out of Jack Jester and have Mr. Florence as the agent. I like it. It says Mr. Florence. Our doctor. Doctor. If I, if, if I dig fucking... it, Blobby, then please, aye, we need to get you booked. Dr. Blob versus Dr. I need to speak to the office. Blob. I love Richard says, false count anywhere in Crinkley Bottom match, the UK's premier cinematic style match. <laughs> Imagine the night he's celebrities running in potential. The doorbell rings. Who's here? It's Lionel Blair with the brass knucks. <laughs> That's brilliant. That God me. rest his soul, by the way. God rest his oh, soul. Is Lionel Blair no deed? Yes, Lionel Blair no deed. He's one of the... He's one of the ones that you forget he's there. Aye. Yeah, he died. Aye. I think I don't Aye. think it was long ago though. But I'm sure it was an angle though, wasn't it? I don't think it matters how long ago it was, John. I think you still did. You can't book him. I don't think it matters. You <laughs> think you're saying because he probably looked quite fresh still. If it was last year. It was last year. I was a fair agent, aren't they? Aye, so what was your fucking point? He's did. 92. 92. Fucking hell. Listen, even even eleven ninety two year old doesn't look that good. What about the fucking ninety two year old that's been dead for a year? Grado, fucking, what? this is the opportunity. Blobby, and who's the running? Fucking Barrymore, isn't it? Oh wow! I mean, Barrymore, I don't know for the family bash. Maybe not the family bash, right enough. Why no? Blobby versus Barrymore. He's good with the Wayne. Who is Barrymore? Ah, he's big on TikTok now. You seen his TikToks? Oh, no, no. Funny, what is he do? He like, throws sausages up there and tries to catch him with his mouth and all that. Oh, I saw that one. He did it to 50 Cent's um, candy shop. He was trying to catch sausages in his mouth. So, I mean, there you go. Well, we did it on this show. We, did, we showed it on this show. I'm sure that, we did that, Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's funny because I've been looking up music and everything for these, for Mr. Bobby's entrance music. Well, it has to be the, his number one single, surely. No, I don't think that's, I don't think that's good enough. Um, that was written by Simon Kill, I believe. I believe Simon Kill did that. Yeah. Right, I don't think it's a good entrance song. Here it goes. Right, wait to see what's going on. It's like, um... Oh. Right, so this is the one that it's no good, right? So it's like, um, maybe it is alright. This thing's like amazing. 
Was ist denn am ehesten Entrance-Theme? Hm. Oh, but once it kicks, I don't think, like, maybe I'm wrong. Look, what's in this one? Holy flair! That's amazing! Yes! Oh, that is good. Now take your roof off, by the way! Oh, that's giving goosebumps! Get a fucking techno beat under that, man. Oh, mate, I need to get on this. Family bash. The, the roof would come off your next family bash if that, if that happened. You Which, should do the Robocop angle in WCW. You should put I... Robbie in a cage. <laughs> no, no, you should put it no, you in a cage. You're in a cage and you can't interfere. And then Blobby comes out and falls into the cage not, and breaks you and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> drink, drink, drink Blobby could get colour. Fucking. Blobby, can you bleed? Show them what you do backstage and all that. Hey, you might rip your costume, but... <laughs> Just get in touch with the people on the rights and ask if Blobby can give birth to a horn in the pavilion. <laughs> Surely we were BBC contacts, Fab, we can fucking figure it together and try and, you know what I mean? There must be an email out there. Hi, come on, we can get him. Blobby, uh, is Robert the Robot still alive? Because I'd like to see Blobby versus him. Oh, he's still alive, he's still alive. Could you he's then get the guy who does the drums with the kittens on Socky Hall Street to drum him <laughs> in as well? <laughs> <laughs> this sounds like the best wrestling show ever, by the way. <laughs> that does sound good, doesn't it? And if you were, can you get Jason and Victor for Big Brother as well? <laughs> can it be Jason, Victor, and Big Brother versus fucking Mr. Blobby and that boy that plays the fucking bins with the wee cats? And... <laughs> I've got the sniffles now. He talked to me as a game drama. I love when you tell that story. Hi, but what was it? What was he saying about the dance? The dance, you know? at, when the wee guy says, I was only dancing in front of you, and he's. I bet it was a dance of disrespect. <laughs> right, okay, if you want to get in touch with us about any of that or just random wrestling related stuff, get us on Twitter at Wrestling Daft, on Insta at Wrestling Daft Podcast, just Wrestling Daft on Facebook, or email us at wrestlingdaft at gmail.com. Oh, that's funny, man. <laughs> Now, Grado, you might not remember this, but every week we like to bury and put our stuff for the world of wrestling, right? So what do you, what do you want to bury and what do you want to put our? Is there anything you want to put our? Okay, Apart for yourself. Apart I'll for put it on myself. Can I put it on it? I know myself. Um... Anybody else that impressed you at the ICW? What, any other matches? Or... Aye, there was, they, were, they were all great. Um, Shamane was great. Um, there was... We did just look at the results. No, fuck off, man. Steve, he's a mate, oh, a prick. I'm laughing at him. Seeing him looking at the results. Seeing he's looking at the results since he let me just look at the names of people. Bungard. Bungard was brilliant. Was he good, eye? Bungard is really, really good for a guy who's probably not had a lot of professional wrestling. Well, he's had a lot, you know, not as many as, as, as other people. Levi, he's, he's great. No, I'm, up. I'm saying I can't batter him. No, no chance with a mess with that boy. Aaron Echo, he's come on to a game. Uh, Sheikil Sham, Kirby was there. They were all great. They were all great. There was uh, look, Cairo. He looks great. LG Cleary. I'm telling you, I'm no joking when I say this. So so talented. I say that to Shah. Talented mate. roster. Mm-hmm. I'm putting on ICW's roster. You're saying what to Shah? What were you saying to Shah? I'm out here. I say, mate. Do you ever remember there was loads of just slobs wrestling and all that, and just like fucking folk wearing t-shirts and just do you know what I mean? It was like 
But there aye, was aye, a, aye. A, 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 real athletes, really good athletes. Professional athletes. Um, what I want to put all the we're going to talk about the the Drew and Ko um, promo about the segment, right? It was fucking brilliant, man. Do you think he's been told say what you want? I don't think he's been told say what you want, but he's definitely been given a wee bit more a wee bit more freedom to express himself. I think, but it was just good fire when it for the two of them. It was good, like old fashioned, old school fire for the two of them. Kevin Owens is always brilliant. We know that Drew is an underrated promo I think you know what I mean and he was really really great there um, you know I think I, I do think he's got the potential to be a really strong baby face you know what I mean if he's allowed to just date his own wife aye yeah 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 yeah. he's Triple H um, boy isn't he he's Triple H's boy Drew do you think and so is Kevin Owens Kevin Owens in both Triple H uh, Drew or Triple H's boy I think Drew is definitely the type as well that Triple H will, will really get behind, you know what I mean? And I think anybody that's going to be storing up there and competing with the, you know, with the Brock Lesnar's and the Roman Reigns is going to look the part, and Drew just looks the part, you know what I mean? So has the wrestling been different for Triple H who's in charge? Oh, I, I would say I would say it's a marked difference, Rab. He's exaggerating. <coughs> I seems to be mere, I mean, there seems uh, to be male wrestling. I don't think the changes have been that drastic yet. Um, but I think there's wee touches of definitely wee touches of improvement. I think actually even the camera work has started to slowly get a wee bit less mental. I think that I think they're maybe trying to do it the right way is where they kind of ease into a new style instead of trying to do something new all night. I think they're starting to ease into a new style. Uh, so it's interesting. It's going to be interesting to see how it pans out. But certainly, uh, I loved I love that for Drew and uh, Kevin Owens. Just think, I just think Kevin Owens is brilliant as well, man. Yes. Also, I want to put over the the. I, I was worried that maybe with the change in things and all that, and with Kale's injury, that the Ezekiel thing would maybe be going in the bin. That's but cool did you see the new? Did, did you see the new Ezekiel stuff, John? I've not seen it yet. No. What's he doing? Is now? His whole family and all that. The picture. Oh no, they do that. I have to look at that. But Ezekiel stuff's it's just great. Merry that, please. Right, let's see what the punters are saying. Beppy wants to put our Grado. Thanks, man. Great seeing you back at it. He wants to bury Flair pretending to have a heart attack right in front of Brett Taker and Foley. Classless. No, <laughs> Effie, you're wrong. That isn't classless. I think you'll find that's class. Hey. That was good shit. Lewis wants to put out Loomis looking like he'd turned a serious amount of gear at the end of Raw <laughs> and wants to bury Champa getting the Harley race part and then getting beat. Found it a bit odd and all that car crash part. Mick wants to put out Drew and KO as the voices of the Triple H era. Two of my personal favourites in WWE. Very glad to see it. Um, the inevitable daditude era has begun I am a dad now and I think yesterday AEW fans are in my eyes so cool you see um, most of the what does that say most of the Tech, did he text this one in, in a Nokia I'm a around my age so cool Mix, Mix obviously had a stroke halfway through his input there Brian wants to put over the in-ring return to Mr Blobby and CM Punk and Brian Danielson Peter wants to bury folk jumping on the WWE Tapping up story, wrestling's kid on no a sport. Do you think there will be AEW wrestlers now going? I want to go back there. The rumors are that there, there was this is the tapping up rumors that rumors that Triple H, I think it's all just hearsay, but there's apparently it's, it's, it's easy for wrestling journalists to come up with stories. Aye, like that, well, obviously, some but like the likes of Keith Lee, boys that he's had in NXT and stuff, and have done you know, went over to AEW Adam Cohen. 
like that, you know. And uh, they'll but, be tied up to mega contracts as well, won't exactly, they? Exactly, exactly. Uh, so it'd be interesting to know how long their contracts are. I, I don't. I, I believe without a fucking shadow of a doubt, we're going to see Jericho back soon. Do you think? Just, oh, genuinely, they. I genuinely do because he, he's one of the last. He's one of the last ones of that old school who can still mm-hmm. draw attention, who can still make noise, who's still up there at the top, who can still compete. You know what I mean? And they are going to want him when it comes to a fucking WrestleMania or a Royal Rumble or a whatever, and they're wanting to get a big pop or a big something. They're going to want somebody like a Jericho in there. Come on, right. if, if you end up with if KO is up with top of that card. I would happily see fucking Jericho and Kevin Owens again. Right. And they've got there's like that whole disappointing Vince and the WrestleMania match. But there's two ways of looking at that one. Rab, you're right, because if anybody knows what people want and how to change it up when it's time to change it up, it's Jericho. But then on the other hand, what is he getting three million a year for, for wrestling for AEW? Is he gonna get that is he gonna get that kind of money with WWE? They're gonna ask him to go back on the road. Is he gonna to want to do that? Which Judging be looking at his Instagrams and seeing what he gets about it, probably he doesn't mind going hooting and shooting. You know what I mean? I know, I know, I get that, but I just kind of feel like Jericho himself might want before he retires one last run oh, in WWE. He's definitely going to be there, and I feel that with Kevin Owens hitting it, with the you know we need to bring the prize fighter back. The Kevin Owens, it was a prize fighter back, fucking prize fighter versus pain maker, and WWE is something I would like to see. You wouldn't even be surprised if later down the line. Jericho would be the one that brings them together for some point. You know, he doesn't sign for WWE, but he does a, a, a WrestleMania angle on their TV and he's on AEW as well. That'd he's done true. it before. He's done it before. You, you know, know what I mean? With the podcast did, and stuff did, like that. Did you see Jericho Moxley, Rob? Yeah, I did. Aye. Good, doesn't and it? And I liked it. Yeah. Aye. He likes his old day. He like, he's fucking. And he's bleeding. No, oh, aye. Oh, aye. Every week. Christ. Um, so, um, so that's good. Uh, Roshi boy get in touch wants to bury Tay and Sammy's brutal Instagram videos for their wedding Con- congratulations to them but fuck me they're annoying <laughs> um, and wants to put her man's warmer had a great match against Mox- Moxley on Rampage hope we see Mary Ham. he gives me stone cold crossed with Eddie Kingston vibes that's good vibes there he's a gobbledy gooker put her Jericho coming out to his original Lionheart music and entrance would only have been topped if he'd came out to even flow by Pearl what? Jam how true is that man Rab, I'm John, I'm a music fanatic, theme music fanatic. What did he commit to? What was his Lionheart music? I don't know. You need to go and listen to it. You need to go and listen who, to it. Who would have got that? Who would have got that? Well, I mean, I, I only know because I saw somebody else talking about it and then I went looking and I went, oh my fucking God, right enough. Oh, fair enough. Yes, you can do what you want. <laughs> do you mean, what what <laughs> do you mean who would have got it? You mean... You mean why did he do that? Because of well, it's just you know the fucking people that are watching uh, people are people that are watching are going to know that. Oh, I did remember that. You did remember it, no? I would have popped for that. That was good. Anyway, what else has he been doing? <laughs> oh, Jericho, he's coming back here again, man. He's never away from Glasgow. I always feels if he's in Glasgow. <laughs> Ah, he's playing um, SWG3, isn't he, in November? Aye, he loves Glasgow. Uh, oh, we should, try and get, we should try and get a face-to-face with Jericho when he comes in November. Oh, definitely. See, every time that he's played, I've always said that I would go and see him, but it's, something's always up. And I think when he's back again, it's pantomime. Because he did say, I was t- uh, uh, last time, no, no that one time there, but the time before, we're going to meet up. But, uh, I couldn't do it. I had something on. But, um, aye, it just reminded me of the old computer games when he came out. Did you music. S- 
Did you see the picture he put his big tea up on the internet? Fucking hell, man. He put up a picture of his big tea. Was rotten. He's always putting up horrible pictures on the internet. He's, he loves that shit. Um, okay, and Giza Gobble the Gooker wants to bury Ric Flair. No saying he regrets saying his last match was his last match. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> okay. fair play him. I hope he does another match, by the way. <laughs> Brian says GCW Homecoming weekend, a spectacle for all lovers of professional wrestling. A weekend that had plenty of variety, deathmatch, technical, high flying, the lot. Luke wants to put our Castlemania tickets slashing in price in certain sections. Seems to be loads of people moving closer and the original tickets for a lot less money and all. Mick wants to put our AEW's YouTube channel for catching me up before Quake at the Lake. The recap of the week is a nice touch. They've got a really good YouTube channel, actually, AEW. Uh, and Super Chris wants to put over the Jericho Mox match. It was excellent. He hates the Tories. Super Chris hates the Tories. Um, do you hate the Tories, Gredo? Do I hate the Tories? I hate everybody. And Gredo doesn't want to get involved in politics. That's a thing. You know, I don't want to get involved in politics either. I was actually recently asked to take part in a political show on a panel. Were you? Yeah. I couldn't listen. I, I see the, was see it the, question time? I have no interest. I just, it's all depresses me. I don't like any of these Rishi Sunak. Rishi Sunak. I don't like Rishi. Let's trust all this. I can't go. I shame us, pal. He can't. Uh, <laughs> I do. Shame us all, bub. I just can't, I, I can't, it just, oh, the, the, I see Sunak put up a Instagram, Snapchat, or whatever you call it, a story, uh, nailed it, he wrote, and it was him, like, using a contactless card, and you're like, mate, he's trying to insult our intelligence, what is it, Vince said, about insulting intelligence in 1997, remember? We're not here to insult your intelligence, what was it he said? <laughs> what was he said again, remember? <laughs> I can't remember something about insulting your intelligence. We should settle in the ring. Trust versus Sunak. Intelligence. John, you think you can settle every political thing? No, man. It's a fucking like you with the Lord Provost. And this is it. Here we were. Prime Minister on a poll match. Here Stick the going. briefcase up at the top. Whoever gets to the top Having wins. Intelligence insulted. <laughs> we in the WWF think that you, the audience, are quite frankly tired of having your intelligence insulted. We at Wrestling Daft quite frankly think that your wrestling intelligence has been insulted. That's it. We're looking for, frankly, we're... Oh, Vince, he's some Sorry. boy, isn't he? I see some boy, Vince McMahon, no matter what, you know what I mean, he's some boy. Would you think he's dead in the new? Would you think he's dead in the new, man? I'm having a chug, wouldn't he? <laughs> what time is it? Nine o'clock? What time is it over there? Four, four o'clock? Something like that. Chickies. Four o'clock over there. Jinky's like, all right, will I fucking start the Sopranos or something? But it's good. Dude. <laughs> I think he'll be watching Two Doors Down. Why <laughs> catch up before the new series starts? He's like watching, like, he's going, damn man, that arm. Aye. Should I sign him? <laughs> he's saying, that should have been Andy. That should have been Andy. <laughs> <laughs> So, Gredo, what else is, so Gredo, is there anything else we need to catch up on? What else have we missed in this catch-up episode? Is there anything else we have missed that you wanted to talk about? Is there anything we have failed to cover? Um, I don't think so. No. Try, try to think. You set your house on fire, didn't you? I set my house on fire, that, no. Uh, that was completely and utterly ridiculous. Try to have a barbecue. Spe- especially since I had, um, you know, I worked in the fire brigade for all the years. Um... Right, I'm into, I wanted to buy a barbecue. Right. Um, but I got a, a gas barbecue. And everybody was basically saying, you know, you get that shite, oh, it's a gas barbecue, it's practically just like a grill outside and all the rest of it. 
Aye. But I got a, bar, a gas barbecue, but I also bought a, a, a smoker thing, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where you put it in the gas barbecue and it smoke, gives you that, that succulent smell of smoke. But Jim and Margaret, my neighbours, they were out the back door sunbathing and I had basically says, look, I need to stop this smoke that's going out the back door. They 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 like worship in the sun and all that kind of carry on, right? And Jim oh, built yeah. it for me. Jim built the barbecue for me on Friday, which is a bit of a neck. Um, and so, so, so is Jim like a? So you, if you go, how many build the barbecue for you? Is he like a young boy, kind of young strong guy? That no, he's seventy. Right. Okay. Um, and so I decided to because I kind of end like that. I decided to take the smoke box out and get ready it because there was too much smoke. And I put it next to a bin or rubbish and I left it there, watched the Chelsea and Spurs game and the next minute I had pop, 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 pop and I come out and my fall side of my back door was up on fire. Jim is out in the fence, 70 year old, with a fucking hose because I was trying to, I, he threw the hose out first and I was pointing at the fire, but I, no water was coming out and I was that I was in that much shock that I wasn't pressing the hang right and I was on the phone to the fire again. I'm giving it Ken all the technology. This is one bin in fire. <laughs> This is what? This is this is a report of one bin on fire out in the open, not near to building. Uh can I can just say not a fire brigade. But it was, was it, it was near the building though, was it no? Well it was, but here's the deal. It was near the building, but I know I know that if I said that it was near the building, they would send two pumps and it didn't need two pumps. Right. So that's why I was gaining all that. This is one bin on fire out in the open, rubbish involved, not near to building, kind of like that. Rubbish involved. So, what does that mean? Who's what's the rubbish? The rubbish that's, that that was in fire. It was rubbish. It was in fire for the bin. So they'll go. Well, what's in the bin? You know, I know what they're going to ask me. Ken, what I mean? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm 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 saying it so they can go. It's Kenzie stuff. Right. Can I just ask a question here? Right. How's the bin went in fire? Because you're taking the smoke. Right. We went from the smoker. You didn't mm. put the chips into the bin, did you? No, but it was that, John, I, I've still to this day, don't know, it was only Sunday, mind you. <laughs> <laughs> I sat at what I felt was a suitable distance between the smoker and the rubbish bin. And it still managed to catch in fire. I don't know whether the smoke, the smoke transmit, I, I mean, I should be with you. You should the fire service, you know the fire <laughs> chat, you tell us. <laughs> and uh, it was the best, it was Stephanie phoning me going, because she was out with the wins, I take it that fire engine's for us. <laughs> the phone <laughs> and I went I as I as she just knew and the family came and they're all taking the piss out me and all that right and the fucking yeah hey, you should know and I'm going and I'm going I'm getting all the fire brigade pattern back going tell them it's a stop code one two false alarm good intent let them know good <laughs> intent <laughs> but if I look at but here's the deal this is what connects us podcast because you know the broadband issues that I had aye with Tiger with Tiger and all that, right? Mm-hmm. Four months this took me. Of course, the bloody fucking line, the broadband line went and fired into it, completely <laughs> sparked it out, right? So that was what I what, what I felt really bad about was the broadband goosing, because, you know what I mean? This is, where, this is where the magic happens, you know what I mean? So you're going to have to get Tiger back in? No, it's me. It's sorted, right? So I phoned BT, and BT and these two guys come, come out and they were for London, and I said, because... I, I I get somebody else to kind of eventually fix the broadband and give me a line right for my house to do outside, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, they turned up and they laughed at me and went, we can't fix that, we can't fix that. And then they started going, um, is there any, is there any McDonald's or anything that round about here? I'm very hungry. 
And when you want a packet of crisps, you want a piece. So they're like, aye, neighbor. So I gave them a packet of crisps and I come back out while they're looking at it and they were laughing and going, we can't do anything, right? I whipped out a tenner and I says, listen, I'll get you on McDonald's if you can fix this for me. And they went two minutes and they went to the van. I probably shouldn't say this in case they get the sack, but I no, but right, they were not going to need he's going to know who they are. I want to hear this. Aye. Mate, they fucking fixed it. They fixed it. You only bribed them a fucking tenner. I only had a tenner. <laughs> you only had a tenner. You hold on, you day fucking breakfast radio, two doors down. You're then you've you've went, you're getting paid big bucks to do this other football podcast now, right? You're getting paid about a million a week. And you you only had a tenner. <laughs> I only mate, listen, it worked. They they what they done was they spliced it. You know what that is? So they basically, they cut off two ends and then they made some fucking motorised fucking cable to connect together and they come back on. I couldn't believe it that they managed to fix it for me. So, you know, I've still got PTSD for the fire without a doubt. And also the ribs. I tell you what, never take this one. I forgot that, see when it all happened, the fire happened, right? I turned, I thought that I'd turned the gas off, but I literally just turned the gas down. Right. Right? So it wasn't about four hours later I went, Wait, I just double check that fucking gas is off. Of course, I never fucking turned it off, didn't I know? But the ribs were still in. The ribs were fucking still in the barbecue. They were and delicious. And they came out and they were four off the board. <laughs> <laughs> they were fucking amazing. They were amazing. They were fucking amazing. That's what they got. That's amazing. Oh, that's funny. You've been listening to Wrestling Daft. Gredo's back. Gredo, it's been a pleasure to have you. Um, we catch up episode. Everything back to normal soon. Up the road now, mate. It's yourself. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.